Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. You are now tuned in to the mother of uh, greatest. Yes, this is Last Chat with the fabulous Miss Tony. I am Miss Leisha, and we are talking that talk today about bold moves in the dark. Happy Friday. Yes, it's <laughs> Friday. Oh, thank God. I know. So excited about Friday. Friday makes everything better when it's Friday. You like, look, not today. It's Friday. Come back on Monday. I only stress Monday through Thursday. After that, don't bother me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Welcome everybody. As y'all heard, the one and only fabulous Miss Lisa say, it is Friday night, and you know how we get down in the chat room on a Friday night. But if you missed last night's show, man, we don't be slouching on Thursday. Y'all better hit those archives because we had some phenomenal guests. We had Jay and Benjamin and then I don't even know how to describe Miss Honeybee Morrison. She did a thing in yes. the chat room last night. So make sure you check out those hot, hot archives. <laughs> Absolutely. I got a text from her today. She was like, this is a great show. I was so happy. Because, you know, she, if y'all don't know, <laughs> Honey Bee, stay busy. She's Mary B. Morrison is always writing. She's always working. And so for her mm-hmm. to take out that hour and a half to come and kick it with us uh-huh. was awesome. Yes, yes. We were so blessed to have that much time with Elise. And it didn't even seem like it. And J.M. stayed in the chat room for quite a bit of time. And, man, he was divulging some things. So, like I said, hit up them archives. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it, I love it. But we got another hot show. This is our last show of 2017. The next time you see us ladies from the chat room, it will be 2018. I take that back. Catch us on Real Raw Radio on the 20th. There will be a a clubhouse reunion for a holiday special show segment. And so make sure you keep your cyber eyes peeled uh, for the links and information that we have for that show. 
Mm-hmm. That's going to be a fun show, Lisa. It's been a couple of minutes since the four of us has gotten together. So, you know, we got a lot of uh, living to do, catching up to do, and uh, just all around being who we are, which is real and raw. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We're excited about tonight. We're going to get this show cracking. Welcome to the chat room. I am Miss Felicia, if you're just tuning in. We are talking that talk today with three fabulous authors, Omar Tyree. Nicole Gooseberry, I have to ask her how to pronounce her name because you know I could tear her name up. And <laughs> Carolyn uh, Holland mm-hmm. are going to be I'm in excited. here. I believe Carolyn writes under C. Evelyn Holland. Um, and so okay. she'll be in here today kicking it with us in the chat room. I'm excited. I'm excited. We love authors that make bold moves in the dark. That means that they're moving their feet and nobody knows where where they're going, but they know that they're getting where they got to get. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For those that are just joining us, but before that, we just like to thank everybody. Lisa and I won the Literary Jewels Award. Just this was released couple of days ago, we want to thank everyone, first and foremost, for nominating us. You know, you guys are what put the nominations on the ballot, so we so appreciate you for even recognizing what Leisha and I do here on this chat. And as a result of that, we had a win. We had another win. The ladies of this chat just won the literary awards. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we appreciate everyone that voted for us, that nominated us. And it was funny when we won, I was talking to Tony about something else. She was like, we won. And I thought she was watching a football game or something. And I'm like, yay. And she's like, no. Did you see the post? And I'm like, wait a minute. Because sometimes we get in our cave and we get so busy up in here. Because as T always says, no grass grows under our feet here uh, on Let's Chat. And so... I was excited because that's an exciting, exciting thing for us, and we appreciate all of you. Absolutely, absolutely. But for those that are joining us that are new to Let's Chat, we're here on Let's Chat. Like Leisha and I love celebrating literature, not just literature, but we do everything related to the arts, be it music, publishing, um, artists, actors, you name it, they have been through the doors of Let's Chat. We love bringing them to you so you can get to hear their passions behind what it is they do and just get to talk to them up close and personal because they have a different vibe when they're sitting in the chairs of Let's Chat. And uh, we get down and we let them divulge things that they had no intention of divulging, so you never know what our guests are going to reveal on the show. But we love doing it in the royal way. We love to interact with them in a fun, intimate, and friendly environment. And like I said, we get to hear the passions behind what it is that they do. So we guys hope you sit back and enjoy this show tonight. We have three fabulous guests here on Let's Chat, as Lisa said. And uh, get ready, get those red cups, because, you know, we don't judge. Yeah, we don't <laughs> judge whatever is in your cups. Sip on, sip on whatever you like. We are okay sip with on, that. Sip on, sip Yes, it's always a good time as long as we are celebrating literature the ro- the royal way and having a good time. We we're okay. You can sip on whatever's in your cup. We won't ask. <laughs> we're gonna take a brief break and then we'll be back with the uh first guest, the fabulous Omar Tyree. All right. Uh, where's the song? This is State of Emergency. Bitches, 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 bitches. You want me to do? I'm sorry. 
I'm back. 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 Corporate love and hustle. Making money hustle. Independent business. 24 struggle. On the block hustle. Crooked cop hustle. No sleep in these streets. 24 struggle. On the stroll hustle. Tricking John hustle. Working the pole. That's your goal. 24 struggle. Counterfeit hustle. Politics hustle. Flipping bricks to go legit. 24 struggle. Overbooked hustle. Writing books hustle. In, in, in the pen with your pen. 24 struggle.
ain't step out the crib to die for I try to play it off with my eyes for With her hair and nails, let me get that door She's just the kind of woman I've been looking for Now she ride with me, with the top down We listen to the same music going now I tell her I love the dress you rockin' And I know it's a hundred guys that's clockin' But you ain't thinking about spending time with them You riding around with me, the OG With nothing to do, and nowhere to be Yeah, cause you weren't really doing nothing And I wasn't really doing nothing Now we both doing nothing together And it's really like whatever You know like whatever We just cruise like Top down like Drink BC Bond like me and you like, with nothing to do like, it's really like, I mean like, it's like, she's smelling real good with the wind blowing, gotta split up a dress with a thigh showing, make a brother think about some other things, got me leaning back like a young king, she look over and ask what I'm smiling about. I tell her she might be one to turn me out. She started laughing and called me crazy. But she a bad lady, I ain't that crazy. This girl got a look that's criminal. And I'm wide awake, nothing subliminal. Shorty knows she got her hooks in me. Anytime you spend this time doing nothing. Like a break at the job when you lunching. Now we riding around doing nothing together. And it's all gravy like whatever. Just chillin' like whatever. We just cruise like whatever. Top down like whatever. Drink BC bond like whatever. Me and you like With nothing to do like whatever. It's really like whatever. I mean like whatever. It's like Alright, alright, alright! Yeah! Yes, we are back, we are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Felicia, you know I got my right hand. And most of the time, y'all, she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We are talking that talk today about bold moves in the dark. This is our last show for 2017. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Thanks again for all of those that voted for Let's Chat. We are again an award-winning show. Mm-hmm. We have our next guest coming in to kick it with us, the fabulous Omar Tyree. Hey, he is the hardest working man in literature, I tell you. <laughs> Hey, Omar. You on Hi, y'all, y'all, how you doing? Yeah, we got I'm doing you. good. Yeah, I'm cruising uh, on the highway right now. I'm about to hit Delaware and cruising into Philadelphia. So you guys got me on a cruise. And that song right. I just played, that's a cruising song. Like, whatever, that's like a cruising song. Absolutely, <laughs> We just cruise absolutely. like whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the song I was telling you my auntie likes. I was playing it because I like it, so I put it on my phone. Yeah, I did that. And then uh, she heard that. She was like, who is that? I said, Omar Tyree. She was like, the one that writes the books? I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you, in 2018, it's going to be a whole lot of that because I got a whole truckload of music now. And I just, I, that I'm just doing, I'm trying to 
you know, sell and write songs for other people. That's hard because, you know, they always got their own ideas. They got them camps and all that stuff, and you got to prove that you do hits. So I got songs for uh, John Legend, Chris Brown, Rihanna, Beyonce, Jay-Z, and them. I mean, I got so many songs, but I got to start them because if you don't start them, they don't think you're serious. You know what I mean? They laugh at, oh, you're the book guy. So I got to prove that I'm a book uh, a songwriter, too. You know, and I got to keep reminding mm-hmm. people, I come from Philadelphia. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I came up I came up in the 70s in Philadelphia. We we were the legends of music. You know, Motown had it in the 60s. Philly had it in the 70s. And that's the era I came up. Then I came through the hip-hop 80s and then the hip-hop 90s. And so it's like I've been around music 50 years. But since I write books, it's like, you know, write, how you know you write music? It's poetry, man. It's poetry mm-hmm. to mathematic rhythms. That's what it is. So a lot of people going to mm. find that out real, real fast. Mm. I hear you. You know, Absolutely. music and, and literature go hand in hand. Yes, they do. Now, you know, here on Let's Chat, we love, love, love to know what you cooking in your creative kitchen because you always making those bold moves in the dark. But next thing you know, we see a book popping up. Tell us what's going on. You got a new release and everything. Tell us what's been going on in your world. Outside of well, you know, my new release, my new release was back in 2015, and uh, you won't have any new releases for me in books. It's gonna be all music. I'm done with. I, I hate to say it, but I'm done with books. It's like it, it, it doesn't do what it used to do anymore. And the reality for me is that I want to be heard. I write for people to to hear what I have to say. And if people are not reading books like that, then my voice is in a sense muted. And I'm like, that doesn't do me any good. I publish so other people can get the content. Well, if they're not interested in the content, then I might as well not be published anymore. So, you know, as much as you guys love the books and all that, if I can't put this music out and you don't hear me, I'll tell you all a quick story. I was on Howard University's campus in October, right before homecoming, and they had a football game, and I was out there with some books and whatnot. I was asking every girl, I must have asked 100 girls, you ever heard of Omar Tyree? You ever heard of Fly Girl? You ever heard of Fly Girl? You ever heard of Omar Tyree? Not one of them. Not at Howard University. That's my alma mater. They don't know nothing. They all walk around with the cell phones. So I'm like, yo, if I can't get in that cell phone with some music and some videos, I do not exist until that movie comes mm-hmm. out. You know, so I mean, it's just reality. So I'm not no dude that's going to sit around here, as they call it, beating a dead horse. I'm not going to keep writing books and nobody reading them. I'm going to use my other writing skills. So this is it's music of us right now. So 2018, I'm trying to do 100 songs a year, not just me. I got six young people now that's artists, Anna Morris. I got uh, Dre Havoc out of Philly. I got Cool Dre out of Chicago. I got a 12-year-old girl, Genesis, out of Baltimore. So we about to get it in. I got uh, Ashley Blair out of North Carolina. They all sing and performers, and I'm going to be writing and putting together hot songs for them and then reaching out to the other established artists. So that, that's what's coming. I I don't have any new releases. All Access came out in October 2015. We about to go into 2018 now. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Hate to bust y'all bubble, but that's, I'm moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. So tell us what's been going on with Fly Girl. What's what's the update on Fly Girl? Zero. Every time I call out there, oh, we're working on it, we're working on it, I'm, you know, and now I'm, I'm being a pet. They don't like me. I don't listen, all that kind of stuff, just because I want the movie to hurry up and be done, you know. I ain't got no control mm-hmm. over that. So music is something I can control, and then I'm going to start doing smaller movies. I got a movie called Broken Sexy. It's a dating movie, a comedy, 
that I want to do uh, next summer. But I can only do that if my music blows and bubbles, because then I can take the music money and do the film. And it's a lot of money in music for black people, a lot of money. And a lot of them dudes waste that money. I'm going to use that money to do my other art. So, you know, there's a black girl vehicle. I have no control over it. And they get mad at me now because every time I call up and ask about it, they got the same answer. And so I'm not even supposed to talk about that anymore. You're difficult even if you talk about it. You know, it's just sad. <laughs> yeah, that's how they do you in Hollywood. Even if you talk about the project not being done, they say, oh, my, oh, he's being difficult. He's talking about us not doing it. Yeah, I keep getting these people asking about it, and I can't tell them nothing. And you can't tell me anything, and you've been sitting on it for, what, four years now? Come on. Wow. So wow, that's a long time. That's a long time. Hi, Omar. This is Tony. But how, how, what do you, what do they want you to do after sitting on it for so long? And, they don't and want me to do anything. Point, they don't want me to do, they don't want me to help them. I, I, I gave them an outline already. They don't want that. Mm-hmm. They're going to do it on their time. That's why I have to control my own fate again. I can't do stuff on somebody else's time. You're just sitting there. And they can give you any comment they want. And you're sitting there waiting. Go fund me. Yeah. Right, go fund me. <laughs> that is a lot of money. So now, 
what what is your take on because a lot of authors are taking their books and they're going into um screenplays and movies and web series. What is your your thoughts about that and moving their books into the big screen? Netflix. A lot of people are going to Netflix. I'm going going to do the the music first where I can collect the money. Then I go to the big screen with Broken Sexy, which is the original stage play. It's smaller than the book. Them books are complicated. It's a lot of parts in there, a lot of characters and stuff. It costs more to make. You gotta have more money to do them. So this stage play, Broken Sexy, I got six main characters, and it's based upon them all dating each other and trying to figure out who pays for the date when they all broke. And that's what's going on right now. People don't have the money, and they're still trying to be sexy. So it's a great, funny film, and then I'll do the soundtrack to it, and then you make the money that way, and then you keep building from there. But anything else, man, you know, uh, I think, uh, uh, what's his name, Brother Carl? Carl Weber. Mm-hmm. What's brother's name? Mm-hmm. Carl. Uh, yeah, Carl Weber. What's Carl's name? Carl Weber. Carl yeah, Weber. Yeah, he got he got films that he's doing right now. I haven't seen any of them. I mean, I don't know what the market promotion is. I know the system. And he had a, uh, he has he has a film that came on. Uh, he had one that went on the big screen, and that was uh, we had the grants. Um, which we had them on our show the year that came out. And then he had one that's on Netflix, and then the one that was on Netflix was on, I think, BET or TV One. So, yeah, and I think he has another one getting ready to come out. All right, well, he's doing his thing. There you go. So, you know, but, but Weber got like, what, 800, 800 books that he can pull from, all in urban Urban lit books he put out from other people, and then all the books he's been putting out, and then he went and muscled mm-hmm. his way in there, you know. But I was trying to put mine out on a much bigger level, so you're not asking where to see it, where to get it, you know. I'm trying to do the whole Tyler Perry thing, so you know, different strokes for different folks. Absolutely, now, absolutely. You say you you you're trying to put yours on a much bigger level. What if what if you took it and just took it down a notch? Would that be doable for the for what it is that you're trying to do? If I did what? You say you wanted to do your project on a much bigger level than what Carl Weber did. I got that. Doing. What's the second part okay. of the question? Yeah. But what if you took it down to the next level below? How what what would it entail with that level? Not as high as you would like to go, but like make go get there in level. HBO, Showtime, Netflix. Amazon taking it to let me to, let me let, let me tell you something. It's live. Let, let me tell you something. It still takes money to do those projects too. So mm-hmm. if you're gonna spend money on it, then you might as well try to get as much back as you can. You got a main so the broken sexy is an easy vehicle that is a main screen vehicle. It's a great comedy film. You shoot it well. Great visuals. Great soundtrack. You take it to the big screen because it's gonna cost you the same amount of money to make anyway. So it ain't like you you getting you creating stuff for less money. A lot of times when white folks do films for a couple hundred thousand dollars, they get the right people to help promote it and push it, then it's on a big screen. The idea has right. to be a big screen idea. I have big screen right. ideas. Bottom line. You know, All so right. my ideas are not they're not small screen ideas. I got big ideas, what it is. And other authors go, oh my things that they are, they're big ideas. This, even a broken sexy, it's easy to have a film where people are dating each other and talking about who's going to pay for it. That's very uh, relatable. She's got to mm-hmm. shoot it well and then a soundtrack, and it has a great title. Broken sexy, I took it from Grown and Sexy. The whole party's for black people. Grown and sexy. 
I said, all right, y'all in the party pro, but y'all still trying to be next. So that's, that's how I came mm. up with that. Great title, great concept, great soundtrack. And once you shoot it well, it's about doing a deal to get it on the main screen. There ain't no mm-hmm. sense of taking it to the smaller screen. You got to do the right mm-hmm. deal. That makes sense. Time service movies didn't cost, they didn't cost that much. You had the deal to get them on the big screen. And people still complain about them. They ain't real movies. I'm trying to pay movies. It don't matter. He's on the big screen every single time. So it's about doing the right deal. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's about who you know and how yeah, much Indian you know. you got behind you. That's right. Well, what you can get to know. You got to make enough phone calls. But right now, the phone call is about getting the capital to do the music. That starts everything. You know, some people are like, why are you doing the music? Because that's where the money is, and that's the easiest. I, do you understand I can go in the studio tonight and have a song done tomorrow? What other industry Absolutely. can you do that in? What other industry can you do that in? So my mm. thing is, once I'm known for writing hot songs and they start coming to me, I'm trying to put out 100 songs a year with everybody. Imagine how much mm. money that would be. Now, and then a whole lot of the musicians want to be in movies. Oh, hello. I get it. I got a part for you over here. Got a part. Give me a song on the soundtrack. Easy. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. So the, 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 mm-hmm. the, the music thing is going to push everything. Hot, live, and entertainment. My website is up and going for all the people listening. Hot, spelled it the regular way, lava, L-A-V-A, entertainment.com. And, uh, and support mm-hmm. us. We're about to come out with clothing line, too. T-shirts, hats, jackets, everything hot. I'm going to have the hottest designers. That's the easy name. Just put hot on the clothes and sell that joke. Hot, hot tag on designs. And then we had the girls wearing the designs in the videos, everything we do. So that's how you mm-hmm. push that. I'm, I'm going to do with it. The HU brand, Puff Daddy Combs did, put all the stuff in the, in, in the video and sell it. So that's mm-hmm. and it's visual. That's what them young people know. They walk around with cell phones all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I know that's phone. right. Don't you take my phone away. Don't you take my phone away. You can hide that book, but don't you take my phone. Don't you touch my phone. You know, that's where where we are now. I'm not joking. Y'all know it's the truth. Don't don't you take nobody's phone. It's definitely (laughs) the truth. But um, I want to go on. uh, You have so much going on. You have your hands in so many pots. But I want to talk about your music. You said at the top of the show that you have a a new 12-year-old artist. Can you tell us a little bit about that artist and what type of music he or she will be singing and, and just overall so young to be in that business? Well, number one, we black. So if we black, you know it's going to be hip-hop, R&B, soul. People don't understand punk parliament. You know what I mean? Cameo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, Shaka Khan, that funky band music. I want to bring that back. But now you don't have to have a band. It's a lot of these dudes know how to play the keyboards and create on, on their keyboards with the drums. I got a lot of hot producers. So it's going to be black music. Now, I can do pop mm-hmm. music, but I, I don't know that many white people. So I got to, you know, get introduced to white people so I can do pop music and rock too. Because I got ideas for that as well. But it's going to be the normal mm-hmm. music that you hear. I even have gospel okay. music. But again, I didn't come up in the church. So you got to introduce me to gospel people. And then mm-hmm. when you writing gospel music, they got... The, the super gospel, and then they got the commercial gospel. So they're going to meet immediately right. on Amplify Mind and say, well, you got commercial gospel. Okay, well, who's going to do a commercial gospel song with me? Because I'm, I'm not going to get extra Jesus. I'm not from the church like that. So I can only do commercial gospel. You know what I mean? So right. I got that ready, too. And then the artists, all the artists are 22 and younger. You know, so I got a whole bunch of young artists, 
In fact, I'm starting to talk to Canadians now, too. I got some Haitians up in Canada that reached out to me. And once the music starts selling and people know what I'm doing, they hit the lot, the Hot Lava Entertainment, you know, website. I'm looking for a female rapper right now, young 20-something female rapper, because I got a lot mm-hmm. of female rap songs. And I reached out to Cardi B people. She's too big now. I reached out to another New York girl. A lot of times when these, these young people blow up, they're too big to deal with them. You know what I mean? They got right. these big hits already. So you got to get the new and upcoming people. I'm going to be doing a whole lot of that, but it's, I'm black, so it's going to be black music. Same thing you're hearing, mm-hmm. but it's going to have more of a positive spin on it. It's going to be more conscious, but it got to be funky. I will not put out nothing that don't make your head jerk. I can't do it. You know, so a lot of times people put out conscious music, and the music ain't driving you. I'm like, dude, I can't put out nothing unless that music is snapping. So that's the first thing mm-hmm. I pay attention to. I'm best friends with the producers because it starts with that beat. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. You will never, no song coming out of Hot Lava will lack the beat. In fact, I'd rather mm-hmm. you say, well, I like the beat versus, oh, I like the song, I don't like the beat. You're going to say you like the beat. And then we got to put the hottest lyrics on it. You know, so that's why I'm right. trying to focus. Sometimes, you know, right. young people come to me with great ideas, and I'm like, I, I like that idea, but that beat ain't tough enough. Use this beat right here. So I've done that already, mm-hmm. where I put some songs on a hotter beat, and they're like, yeah, this beat is stronger. Like, yeah, it's hot lava. It got to be. <laughs> I mm-hmm. got a reputation <laughs> for this thing. And it, when you say hot, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, you say you're looking for a, a certain artists but for our listening female, audience because female. a lot of times they go to they, they go back to our archives but where can they submit their where can they send their submissions to you? At the website. I have two. I got my girl Anna Mars. She got two songs right on the website. And she only got two because I gotta get the capital. Anna wants me to put a whole lot of her other songs out. She got two more songs and she got others in the wing. We got a whole album. But I said Anna I'm not going to put out a whole bunch of organic music. i got to get the money I need to promote you. Otherwise, we're going to waste a whole bunch of great music. I'm not doing that. So she got some hit songs mm-hmm. that I'm not putting out yet because we got to have a platform first. I'm not going to put a whole... People keep talking this organic stuff. You better have some money to push that song. Oh, the people going to find mm-hmm. it. Okay, you keep thinking that. You better have some money to push that thing. And so, yeah, I got Anna on the, on the website right now. Those two songs, Garage and Hit That, she did and what? May and June, so they've been up since the summer, but I'm not putting out any new music from her until I get the capital I'm trying to get, and then we're going to rock and roll, but that's coming real shortly. We're hunting for it right now, and then I'm going to put her on a hook. I got a song called Sweet Music. I'm going to put her on that hook, and then she got a song called Fly Away that's already done, but I'm not putting it out until I got a platform for it, you know, so yeah, we got more music. You can go right to the website, hotlavaentertainment.com, and Anna has two videos right there waiting for you. Awesome, awesome. Well, I hope you guys got that site. Uh, just hit him up at Hot Lava with the site that he had just given. But, Omar, you know, you are always welcome here spreading your, your knowledge and your passion because the passion is definitely there. We can all hear it in your voice. And we do um, appreciate you spending some time while you're cruising down the road here on this chat. Is that right? You're going to play another song? Is that what you said? Yes, we are. We're going to play the newest song. <laughs> yes, we are. We're about to play the newest song on your way out of the chat room. But before you do that, T always likes to give a fun question. So go ahead, T. It's exciting because they never know what's going to come out of her mouth. <laughs> I hope you got on your seatbelt. Uh, I don't know the seatbelt leash. 
Well, Omar, you know, you have so much going on, and I'm just trying to wrap my mind about a, a fun question for you, but I'm going to go with a new one that I started last night, and it is if you were, because you have to be healthy in, in what you're doing, if you were a healthy snack, what would you be, and why would you be so nutritious? If I was a what? If you were healthy a healthy snack. snack, what would you be, and why are you nutritious for the body? Wow, I still can't understand that question. What's the first? If I was a what? If you were if a you, healthy snack. A healthy like snack? Well, I can't get a what? <laughs> okay, can you I mean, hear us now? That question must be so different. I, I'm just trying to, if I was a what? I, I guess I don't like, know that word. Okay, so snack, I got one like for you. Chips and popcorn. Okay, Lisa has one for you. I got one for you. If your pen was a drug, what kind of drug would your pen be? Oh, if my pen was a drug, what kind of – yeah, you guys are asking some questions. I was like, what kind of questions are these? So y'all, y'all didn't came up with something insane with the questions. All right, so if, if my pen was a drug, what kind of drug would it be? I guess it would be marijuana. That's the only drug I really know. You know what I mean? I don't know them other drugs. I don't know what they – marijuana can take you into a state of a high – they can tell you it depends on the strain of marijuana. You got all kinds of funny marijuana. But I don't really know drugs like that, so you asking the wrong person. Marijuana is the only <laughs> drug I know. That other stuff, I, I guess I got to read what it do to other people because I don't need no drugs. I'm a natural creative person. Some people got to get all drugged up to create. I'm not that dude. I, I was born with it. Yeah, so I don't know nothing about drugs. That's the wrong question. Outside of Bob Marley, you know, that good old weefer, I don't know nothing about no drugs. <laughs> Well, that's right, that's right. We hear you on that. We're going to play this newest hit from Mr. Omar Tyree. We appreciate you for always sending us music, always thinking of us when you got something new going on. We appreciate you. And we're going to hit you with this new song from Omar Tyree. I want you to introduce the song before we play it on your way out the chat room. All right, this is called NBA Contract for all them guys that got all the money and playing basketball. I want some of that money. Don't we all? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I want an NBA contract. Major League, who's contact? Get so much dough on luxury tax. And when I die, they put me in wax. From falling so hard, picture that. I want an NBA contract. Floyd Mayweather money in the backpack. Cut the check and let me cash that. Now the ladies all want me to flash that. Yeah, they all want me to flash that. That NBA contract. That NBA. I wish I was born with a wicked jump shot. Steph Curry style, choke a three from a mile. Or I cross you over like Kyrie. James Harden to the rim with a lefty. Or play real hardball like Jimmy B. Better yet, raise up like KD. But I can only be who I was born to be. And that's a Kyrie with a double E. A West Philly slash Uptown OG. Now get a load of me. I'm in the owner's seat. That's where I gotta be to guarantee my legacy. You heard me say, yeah, I'm not a player. I'm a owner, a high roller. Since back in the days of Shaq and AI. Now I'm in the music game, people asking why. Cause I'ma stay a writing hustler till I die. 
And then that way you're not competing with straight commercial people because they got more money than you right now. So you got to do specific songs. So a lot of people are like, why are you doing an NBA song? Because that's a huge brand right now for black people. And there's a whole lot of them guys got money, just like I'm saying in the song. So I want them to know who I am and then get cozied up with them people. And then the Black Panther, that's the biggest black movie that we ever going to have in a long time with that Marvel Comics thing coming out. So you got to jump on mm-hmm. things. And that's where my, my intelligence and marketing comes into play, where I got a domestic violence song that I got a young lady, Blair, uh, Ashley Blair, going to do. That's a funky song. But I keep hearing about domestic violence in our community, and I want to write songs that are meaningful in that way. And so this joke is funky as ever, but it's a, it's a sad, bluesy funk song that, you know, something that people don't like talking about. You know, so mm-hmm. those are the type of songs I'm going to continue to write and create a lane for myself where people are looking for the music, getting more out of the music, and it still makes your body and your head move. Mm-hmm. All right. There you have it, people. The ever-creative and always-working on my Tyree. Absolutely. We so appreciate you. And, you know, always stay in touch with whatever you have, anything new. We thank you for stopping by, and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, guys. Black Panther's coming. Black Panther. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> thank you, Tyree. Thank Safe you, Thanks, travel, Tyree. <laughs> yes, I always love him when he comes into the chat room. Yes, we're talking that talk. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Miss Felicia. You know I got my right hand, and most of the time she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony, we are talking that talk today about bold moves in the dark. So if you missed our first interview with the fabulous author and now music producer and I'm going to call him music guru, Guru, <laughs> yes, a music guru, Omar. You like that one? Make sure you hit, yeah, I like that one. Make sure you hit our archives <laughs> here on blogtalk.com as well as iTunes. We got our next guest Thanks. coming in here trying to we got a new author. This is a new author, y'all. It, she is sweet as pie. I just want to say that. She is sweet as pie. She is part of Lockdown Publication. She has her newest book that has dropped, and so I'm so excited for her um, mm-hmm. and her new book that she has coming out. So we're going to bring her in the chat room so she could tell us what she got okay. going on in her creative kitchen. All righty. Welcome, Nicole. Welcome. Hi. Hi. How are everyone doing? We hey, Nicole, good. welcome to Let's Chat. <laughs> now, for all of those that don't know about your dynamic pen, tell everybody a little bit about your work and your literary journey. My literary journey started a couple of years back. I always had a vivid imagination about writing. Um, mm-hmm. My imagination goes beyond. My background about my writing is um I was raised in the hood, and all my characters are based out of my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. This is my first interview, so I'm a little nervous. That's okay. <laughs> oh, Girl, don't we, be nervous. We sitting on the couch. We got whatever we got in our red cups. We got our feet up, and we just talked to some girls. Talk, so it is quite all right. Just relax. It is Okay. It's gonna be all right. We got you. We got you. We got you. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. We just in here talking what we'd love to do, which is books and literature. So you just kick back and 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 like we just said, get that red cup going, girl. 
<laughs> Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about Dope Man's Riches. What was the, the idea behind that, um, and, and how did it all come about? Well, Dope Man Riches um, actually was a uh, – it's about a character. It was a, um, it's about a guy um, I actually met at a shelter, and it's, it's really based on he was trying to get his life together, get clean. Um, he was on drugs, actually, and to change his life, I kind of tweaked the book a little bit. To change his life, I made it about a guy getting himself together and becoming a, a good prophet in the community. Um, he actually, he was, he had a best friend named Cynthia, and they got high together. And she ended up getting pregnant and having a baby while she was on drugs, and he decided to keep the baby and raise the baby, mm. and they decided to name the baby Riches. And Riches, by him being a single parent, Riches gave him a hard time, and she learned the street life. And basically, it's a real good read. <laughs> I love it. A lot of different characters created. Um, if you're interested in reading um, hood tale stories, basically, it's also a love story. Mm-hmm. Um, Riches meet a lot of guys coming up, and she fell in love with two brothers, actually. But at the end, Read the book, and there's a lot of surprises to it. Mm-hmm. All okay. right. Now, this Absolutely. is Tony, um, Nicole. Um, did hey. you say that the man raised the baby? Yes, he raised the baby. He actually raised the, his conscience. He, he, he couldn't get his conscience together. That's the only way he got clean. He got clean for her and his best friend. Mm-hmm. See, I love that, Leash. I don't know if I've read a book. Because, you know, we, we book bougie here, Nicole. So, you know, we... we... <laughs> We take our books very seriously, but I don't recall reading a book where the, the hood man raised the baby. I'm just like, I was like fascinated when you said that. I like that spin. Thank you. It's a different spin. It's my imagination again. Um, but he goes through a long, he has a long journey and a hard time. Raising, mm-hmm. out, through a teenage, raising a teenage child also in the hood, dealing with him. His, he's trying to get himself clean, dealing with a lot of his past. Um, right. The people that he, you know, got high with. So it's it's a good read. Mm-hmm. Really, is. Now, is this your first book? Um, yes. Um, this is um one of my first books. I had a, another one called Banking on Your Love. I was with a, another publisher. Um, that didn't go too well. So I decided not to write. It kind of got scared not to write. And then a, um a former author called me and she's like, "Girl, keep writing because you have a gift." So I, mm-hmm. so I just kept writing. I have a couple of more um, novels coming out. And also I love working with Cash and, Eb, you know, Lockdown Publishing. Um, mm-hmm. it's a, I, hopefully I have a long journey ahead of me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you connect get connected with Cash? Um, because not only is he an awesome, dynamic author, he is an awesome publisher as well. What I did, um, I sent my manuscript. My mm-hmm. full manuscript to him, and he read over it, and he contacted me, and mm-hmm. we went from there. And I signed the contract, and here I am with my mm-hmm. first. And that's a standalone. Um, Adult Man Riches, Money Rules the World is a standalone novel. Okay, that's good. We love Cash here on Let's Chat. He, Alicia calls him Chief, but he, and I call him Boss Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
Absolutely. So what else you got cooking up? With with uh, what else can we expect coming out of Nicole's creative kitchen, as Lisa loves to say? Hopefully, December the twenty seventh, I have um, King of Diamonds, um, Adult Man Demise, and yes, most of my books are, are not going to be about um, drugs. I don't want you to think that mm-hmm. they, that's a story about a, a guy named King and a, a lady named Diamond. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It should be dropping December the twenty second. And I have a surprise for the ladies, um, a book for ladies only. Um, and hopefully that will be coming out pretty soon as well. Oh, ladies only. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to tell the title yet. <laughs> no, you don't tell that yet. We got to keep the suspense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so outside of writing, Nicole, tell us what what – what is the passion that burns behind your pen? Oh, um, my, me, period. Um, I have a gift. I have a heart of writing. Um, my lifestyle is the, that, that keeps me going and keeps me writing. I love to write. Um, I can just think of something. I can wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and think of something and start writing. And my motivation and, and also my son He keeps me He keeps me going um, Matter of fact um, Rich is, is how I came up with the name It was his idea Oh From your baby I, Your baby yes. boy Yes <laughs> Yes So He's the reason why I do what I do Yes mm-hmm. Absolutely Thank so you So what's What's coming up? Outside you have the book coming in December. What else do you have um, coming up on the horizon for your pen? Right now I'm just going to focus on um, just writing. Um, I have a couple of book signings coming up, um, a couple of more interviews. It's just mm-hmm. whatever God has in store for me, I feel like it's for me. And right now my passion is writing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. This is Tony once again, Nicole. We try to uh, identify ourselves because they say we sound so much alike. But um, I know I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> we don't try to keep you guided. I know we know this is your first interview. We don't want to get you confused. <laughs> but since you've been writing, you have your book published, and you signed on the cash. Out of all of that, what has been the most exciting thing about being a published author? Get, getting to know my readers, and it's exciting to get the feedback um, about what they like in the characters and getting to know um, a couple of my readers one-on-one, that's, mm-hmm. that's a blessing. And, and working with my, my team, my family, um, meeting mm-hmm. d- different people and personalities. Just it's, mm-hmm. I didn't know that um, this, this industry is very competitive, so it's, I love. I just love making people smile and 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 um, looking at my inbox and asking when I have another novel coming out. Mhm. That's awesome. And with that being said, this is still Tony. I just still keep you in that lane. And with that, okay, with that being said, what are the biggest challenges that you come across? You know, being a first time um, author, finding a a good publisher, someone that you can relate to and get along with. That's um, that's a biggest mm-hmm. challenge. For for me, mm-hmm. that was my biggest challenge. That um, accepts you as who you are as an author. Mm-hmm. That was my okay. biggest challenge. 
becoming a new author, to become a new author. And so mm-hmm. as a new author, and you've been writing for some time now, what advice would you give people that are thinking about writing? They, they are like, oh, I think I want to do it. I don't know. What is like three main um, jewels you would drop on them? Key writing. Stay focused. Key writing. And um, when somebody tells you you can't and you get turned down, keep don't don't give up. Keep knocking on people's door. Uh, communicate. Facebook, Twitter. If you see um, anything on Facebook, anybody that's doing anything in the publishing world, contact them, even if they don't know you. Just keep putting yourself out there. That's the that's mm-hmm. the best thing to do. Keep yourself irrelevant and don't give up. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Some good advice coming from Thank a new you. author. <laughs> yes, look at her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got our eye on you, Miss Nicole. I now, before <laughs> we got our eye on you. I love it. I love it. If you haven't had a taste of her pen, there are there are excerpts on uh, the social media for uh, her her book, Adult Man's Riches. Now, Nicole, you know, T always gives us a fun question on a way out <laughs> chat room. I want you to go ahead on. I know you're nervous. I want you to go ahead on click the pearls now if you got pearls. And then, uh, hey, all I can say, you might as well take the bad boys off because they know telling what you're doing. <laughs> See, I'm not moving it. Okay, Nicole, I'm, you're going to get get used to you know, when you come on that chat, you get to experience something totally different. So, no, you won't find anywhere else. <laughs> but your fun question today, I'm going to go, I'm going to keep it in your, your your book. I want you to insert a prop, and I'm going to give you a prop. I just want a mini scene will be a marshmallow. I'm back to foolish. Give us a little scene. We want your creative juices to flow. Give us a little scene with riches, and I want you to insert that prop, which is a marshmallow. I words from Honey Bee. Yes, ma'am. No, I you. Mm-hmm. No, you no, the pearls, just go ahead and put them down now. Go ahead and put them down now. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, okay. Um, okay, here I go. <laughs> um, Richard is walking in. She was chewing on marshmallows, getting ready to have sex with yourself. And doing a yourself, she was making them all wet and, and creamy with the marshmallows in her mouth, and she decided to kiss them gently with the marshmallows. You got me on the hook because I don't know. <laughs>
Now, now before what you, you make feelings here. Absolutely. Before you head out of the chat room, make sure you drop all of your social media so people can know where they, they can connect with you. Okay, right now um, I have Facebook, Nicole, Nicole Goosby, Instagram, Nicole, Nikki Books at Instagram, and that's really right now I'm the only two that I have. But most likely I'm very active on Facebook, Nicole Goosby. Okay. And it's, um, you said you and have I some coming up. Yes, I have two um, at Us for Us in, located in Fort Worth, Texas, um, and I don't have an address. But they can also catch me on Facebook. All the information will be on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight, Nicole. We so appreciate you. <laughs> thank hope you. See, that wasn't too funny. That wasn't too bad. This is Tony. I'm sorry. <laughs> this wasn't so bad, right? I'm sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> oh, I told you we sweating. got you. I told you we got you. We weren't going to leave you out there like that. We got you. We got you. We got you. You did an awesome job. You did an awesome job. Yes, Thank you did. You. <laughs> And you know when you get the book out, your next book that comes out, we want to see you in the chat room in 2018. Thank you, and I'll be more prepared for the questions and the surprises. (laughs) Now, see, Nicole, you you ain't no telling what you're going to get next time with that question, girl. I know, so I'm going to leave you alone so you can make it easy on me. Well, thanks again for joining us, Nicole. We appreciate you. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the ladies of Let's Chat. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year, too. Happy New Year to you, too, and Merry Christmas. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night. I told you. I love it. I love her passion. Absolutely. And that's what listeners need. That's why we do what we do pen and their passion because see as a reader you experience the author's passion through their pen mm-hmm. as you read their work but when you don't know the right. author when it's a new author and you want to get to know them you experience their passion in behind um, their pen and why they write when you hear them talk about their passion and you get to interact right. with them and so I always mm-hmm. say even in promotion inter- interaction um, is probably 65% of what's going to be needed to get your name out there, push your brand, um, and get you where right. you want to go. And it's all about interacting with people. So I'm excited. We have our next guest, the fabulous mm-hmm. C. E. Ho- C. Evelyn Holland. Hey, how okay. are you? Hello, ladies. Good evening. Thank you so much for having me on your show. You are so welcome, and welcome to Let's Chat. Thank you for joining us. I'm loving it. I caught the ends of the previous uh, interview, and I said, <laughs> oh, my God, are they going to ask me about a marshmallow scenario? I hope not. I think she did a phenomenal job. She did. She did, and she's a new author, so she was a little nervous, but I think she did fantastic. As am I, so we're in the same boat, and that's why oh. I, we have to support one another. I um, get so excited when I see somebody else is delving into the literary foray and to mm-hmm. see the progress that they make, and, and it, it allows you to know that maybe you too will be as well-written as they are. I uh, grow exactly. from other people's writings, yeah. 
Absolutely. So, so please tell us a little bit about you and your pen. Well, my real, my government name is Carolyn Holland. I go by the pen name of C. Evelyn Holland. And my first book is entitled The Bliss of the Grave. I started writing it probably about 10 years ago, believe it or not. And Uh um, it was the antidote to some painful situations that were going on in my life. I intended to write something entirely different, ladies, okay? I had just Uh lost my beloved brother, and I was having a difficult time dealing with the loss. And I had found some memoirs that he had left in his apartment when we packed up his things. And I wanted I wanted the people, the world to know just how amazing he was and I wanted them to get a glimpse of his inner pain. Mm-hmm. And I started writing and I started writing and it just didn't sound right. And I decided yeah. to let that go for now and just let the pen do what it had to do. And uh, I ended up with a band of half-breed black angels that uh, are sexy, bold, irreverent, powerful, painful, broken. And it turned into a a thousand-page saga. And I said, you must be crazy, girl. Nobody is going to read a book from an unknown author that's a a thousand pages. So I decided Mm -hmm. I'd break it up. And uh, the first book was The Bliss with uh, Ajuma and Flossie. The second book was uh, Nicodemus and Joy. And each book is going to feature one of those amazing half-breed angels that are called Nephilim. Wow. Now, where did you you come up with the concept um, for the covers? The concept for the cover, it, the, the first book is the Eye of Haru. It is uh, an Egyptian symbol of protection. And since the Brothers of the Dark Veil are uh, protectors of their people, I thought that it would be appropriate to use a, myst- a mystical type of cover. I didn't want to put a face on the cover because... I've always wanted to be unique, to stand out, to be different. And I saw so many books on the market with the the two lovers holding one another, and they're passionate and they're beautiful, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you look at them, you say, damn, that looks good. But my book kind of stands out because it um, it generates conversation and curiosity. People say, I know what that means, some of them, and mm-hmm. others say, what does it mean? And it opens right. up, uh, gives you an opening for conversation. Mm. Definitely. But do when you, this and, is Tony, um, Carolyn. When you found hi, your Tony. brother's uh, memoir, hey, sweetie, now did you have any idea that you would be writing a book when you was going through what you were going through, and especially when you were going through your your brother's things? Was a book on your mind at the time, or a it just kind of fell in your lap? Tony, a book has always been in my mind and in all my heart. I'm a natural-born writer. I'm a bibliophile. If you were in my house right now, everywhere you turn, there are books, books, 
Wow. When I moved out of my mother's home, you know, to, to finally get, to live on my own, my mom was like, God, so what are you going to do with all of these books, Carolyn? We need to talk. I said, no, don't throw them away, Mommy. I might want to read them again. Don't throw them away. I'm enamored of books. I love them. I love them. So it was a natural mm. progression for me to, to write because um, I don't know if you remember that um, age when I think it was in the 80s. When mm-hmm. everybody was reading those uh, historical romances, they started off lukewarm and then they got blazing hot. And the hotter they got, those Harlequin romance novels. Yes. I remember those. <laughs> and let me tell you, I ate them up, okay? Because you could take them on the train and let everybody see the cover and and, and not be considered reading pornography, even though it kind of was. But right. in all of those books, there never was a hero or a heroine that looked like me or you or Alicia. They were always Caucasian. And I was Mm -hmm. saying to myself, black people love passionately. We're not just sexual beings. We're sensual beings, and we love with all our hearts, you know, in spite of the things that we've gone through. So. It just was a natural progression to make these beings that I created, this alter universe that I created, passionate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when they fall in love, they'll die for their woman. You know, they'll kill for their woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They'll give everything for their woman. That blazing hot love that you only read about in novels, but right. it does exist. And mm-hmm. uh, so I, I, I think a germ of the idea came from that, but the primary idea came from um, just talking about the things that we have been through as melanated people, and that's why I chose to write about slavery in the 1700s for the first book. I wanted mm-hmm. to have a focal point where black people could relate, because trust and belief, I write for us. And uh, I knew that it was going to be difficult for me to be categorized because I write the stuff that people think and don't want anybody to know they think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like to put it out there. And it was funny because when I finally did publish The Bliss, I have friends in all ethnicities, and they were excited mm-hmm. because they said, you said you were going to write a book, and you did it. I said, yes, I did, and I want you to support me. So they mm-hmm. go on Amazon.com. A couple of them went down to the local bookstore that I'm at, and they bought the book, and they wanted me to autograph it. Now, some of them mm-hmm. were like, Carolyn, are you a racist? Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I don't have that kind of hate in my heart. Mm-hmm. But why would you write about the things that happened to those slaves? Why would you write the way you wrote? I said, why would you not be ashamed that it happened? Oh. Don't be upset that I wrote about it. Be upset that it happened. Absolutely. Each of my books are going to touch on a historical time when black people were disenfranchised hurt, lied to, stolen from, and they rise above it. Mm. But the underlying story is always one of love. 
That's powerful. I love it. Now this is this is Tony. I love that too, Leash. Um, Carolyn. Hi, Tony. So with that being said, honey, what is the favorite part about getting new material into the hands of your readers? My favorite thing, and I mean, I still haven't gotten accustomed to it, is when I get a call from somebody who's come down to the bookstore, okay? Mm-hmm. And they, mm-hmm. they're like, when is she going to write another book? When's the next book coming out? And the owner of the bookstore, I'm only in one bookstore, and she's like, mm-hmm. um, well, would you like to talk to her? Yes, can I talk to her? And they actually call me. They they have earmarked portions of the book. They want to know, you know, does Ajuma ever find out that Flossie was alive, you know, when he came back to the plantation? And what is happening with the king? He's a cold-blooded something. Is he going to ever fall in love with anybody? And Nicodemus, he ain't nothing but a playboy. Who's going to put mm. a noose in his nose, okay, when they get invested in the characters? It mm-hmm. excites me more than anything because mm-hmm. I know I've touched them. I know that they're, I know that they, they're, they're, they're into the words. They're into the story. They're relating, and they want more. Mm-hmm. That's, right. the, that's now, the greatest what, reward any writer can get. That's that's absolutely true. Now, which one was the Playboy? What did you say, Nicodemus? Nicodemus was the Playboy. He uh, he okay. is featured. A bit in the bliss, you know, you see him jumping out of a window. He's, um, you know, mm-hmm. cat daddy in it with somebody's wife, and the husband comes back, and he falls in the sticker bushes and gets uh, thorns in his behind, okay, just in time mm-hmm. before the husband comes. <laughs> but he's constantly getting in scrapes like this, so he's the last one that you would think is going to fall in love, but he mm-hmm. does in the second book. All right, now, see, I got my fun question uh, for you. I'm ready. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> well, we're going to use Mr. Nicodemus. <laughs> and I'm going to give you a prop for a short mini scene, and his prop is a banana. <laughs> now, Nico, Nico is not going to be doing no banana stuff. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about Nico, Okay. <laughs> The first date that he took Joy on was in Egypt, okay? They didn't take a plane. He wrapped her in his wings, and they flew through the cosmos. She got to see the stars and asteroids flying in the atmosphere. And when he took her to Egypt, he took her to one of the oldest castles in existence where there were all kinds of jewels and treasures and antiquities that the, the Louvre would want, the, the biggest museum in the world would kill for. And these things were just commonplace for them. At the time, she didn't know just how old he was. She knew that he was a other being, but she didn't realize that he had been on this earth during the time of Christ, and he met him. So Nico not going to do no bananas. Mm, gave me a scene right there, so I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and Joy's no slouch either. I loved her character because she is one of three sisters. They're the Samuel girls, and um, their mother was one of the most powerful white witches in the world. She's an anchor, so to speak. There are humans that the divine creator, creator has assigned to bring balance to the universe so that evil doesn't get a stronghold, doesn't tip the balance and, and, and get control. You know what I mean? So one by one, the being that they call the Satan, it's a title. We, we think we talk about the devil and demons and stuff like that. But the Satan is a title. This mm-hmm. demon found out where these human anchors were and one by one was taking them out. So when Mm -hmm. Sharon Samuels, the mother, knew that her time was up, that there was no more that she can do on this earth, she had to divulge secrets to her three daughters who are super powerful witches witches in their own right to protect Mm -hmm. themselves and the world. And uh, so Joy has got a supernatural power base of her own, all three of them. They're stronger together than they are apart. So it mm-hmm. didn't frighten her to fall in love with a, with a being. He's not a man. You know, I refer to him as a male throughout the, the book. It didn't right. frighten her to, um, to fall in love with somebody like that. A, a, a preternatural mm-hmm. being, what frightened her was giving up her heart and maybe getting hurt because she was uh, the equivalent of Nicodemus in her own right. She left a string of broken hearts behind her. She had money. She had beauty. She was a very um, well-known psychiatrist. She was a philanthropist. Mm -hmm. She, She had it going on, so she didn't have to be the the other half of any man. So she just needed a man for sex, to be frank with you. And um, they did have that sex, and she knew once they did that he had the power to um, break her heart, and she tried to run from him, but he caught her. Mm. Wow. Well, those sound like some very interesting characters. Are you still with me, Carolyn? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. You know I what? You know what? I, I, I paused, Tony and Alicia, because uh, my books are my favorite subject, and I this is an interview, and I you guys know what you're doing. You're professionals at it, and I don't want to monopolize the conversation. So no, I paused no. periodically. It gives you an opportunity to chime in because, you know, I can go on and on about those characters because – they have become, over the past seven years, they have become a part of my life. I know them intimately. Mm-hmm. I am not a writer. I am a novelist. I write stories mm-hmm. of complexity, and generally there's more than 40 or 50 characters in each book. So you wow. have to think. You have to think. You have to remember. You know what I mean? There is a glossary mm-hmm. in the front of both books so that mm-hmm. you, if you, you know, you don't feel comfortable with the terminology because I, I use different languages. Right. I use ancient symbol, symbology. Um, mm-hmm. I write for hopefully intelligent readers. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we hear the passion behind what it is that you do, and that's what we love, you know, when our guests come on because you may read a book and you may interact on social media, but until you actually talk to an author and an artist and get to hear the passion behind what it is exactly. that they do and what it fuels their pen, you don't really appreciate it as much as, you know, the hard work that they put into it. So we so appreciate you, first and foremost, for taking time out of your busy schedule and joining us here on this Friday night. So we look forward it to your book. It is a please. delight. Let me tell you, I have been, <laughs> like, what do they call it, Um, stalking your page? <laughs> really? Lisa, well, you can Lisa I've, been stalking, you can I've been stalking your page, you know, seeing who's been on, you know what I mean, what you're doing. <laughs> What books you're talking about? I'm like, wow, am I in some amazing company? Oh, well, we were in just as much amazing company with you in our in our hemisphere. So we appreciate you, Carol. We truly do. But before you leave the chat room, please shout out the social media handles and where they can get your books. And if you have any new projects coming up that our listening audience should be aware of. Well, um, my books can be purchased at the Source of Knowledge Bookstore on Broad Street in Newark in um, paperback. I mm-hmm. believe in paperback. Mm-hmm. Certain books you need to hold in your hand and, you know, highlight it with the highlighting pen and earmark it and stuff like that. I am mm-hmm. on Smash, Smashwords.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Amazon.com, CreateSpace.com. I am mm-hmm. on Twitter. I am. Um, I have a website, www.brothersofthedarkveil.com, and um, I'm also on Instagram, and I'm heavily on Facebook. Let me tell you something, ladies. I am <laughs> 63 years old, okay? Facebook is easy for me. Everybody says, Carolyn, you need to tweet more. You need to get on Instagram. When you get older, you got to mm-hmm. go with, with was easy for you. So I'm <laughs> I'm heavy on Facebook and I like to uh I as a matter of fact I was doing bedtime stories for a while where I was reading excerpts of my books and um mm-hmm. I I got some really very, very um positive results from that and I'm famous for putting up excerpts because I want people to know what I'm doing. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. Well we are so excited and happy to have you as part of our chat room family, and you are welcome back here anytime, Carol. You just hit us up. Am I really? Make that Can happen. I come back? Can I come back? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I just want to say one more thing. I am go- I'm going to be uh, publishing the third book. I am literally at the last chapter. Okay. Now, I don't know how long it's going to take me to finish that last chapter because I'm a perfectionist. I'm my own editor. I'm my my own everything, okay, except for the cover. Uh I've got a brilliant uh, artist who's going to be doing the cover for me. But I'm hoping to have it uh, done by uh, February or March of next year, and I hope everybody will check it out. I think they're going to like it. I'm sure they will. Well, once again, thank you so much for joining Alicia and I here on Let's Chat, and we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from the ladies of Let's Chat. And you have a blessed holiday season. And once again, thank you so much. The same to you and yours. Thank you. (laughs) You're very welcome. You have a good evening, okay? Okay, bye-bye. Okay, good night. And there you have it. 
We have had a wonderful show this Friday evening. If you missed any of it, no worries. Just hit up our archives, and you can actually go back to blogtalk.com and hear the replay. We had the one and only musical guru now. That's what he is right now, Mr. Omar Tyree. And we had the beautiful Nicole Guru from Lockdown Publication. She's also a new author. So make sure you support those guys. And Lisha and I, this is our last show for this year. But don't forget, we're going to have a reunion show with Real Raw Radio. That would be with myself, the boss lady, Nene Capri, the director with the pen, Aaron Bebo, and my partner, Miss Leisha. We're going to be back here next Wednesday, but not on this. Look for the link. We're going to be posting them shortly as soon as it, it comes available. So from us, have a happy new year. Merry Christmas. Have a great weekend. And we hope to see some of you guys next Wednesday night on our Real Raw Radio holiday reunion show. Good night, everybody. Can't win. I 